Welcome to Grails and Heels with your hosts, Tracy Lane and Rebecca Scott. Each week, we talk about topics that span a variety of issues that we feel are important. This podcast is for adults only. You should be at least 18 years old to follow us on this journey. So kiddos, stop listening and go grab your parents. This podcast is for them. Hi, it's Rebecca Scott. And I'm Tracy Lane. Welcome to Grills and Heels. This is a place we talk about raw, edgy, and straight up real topics. So um, this week's episode is going to be, um, I guess we're just going to have to talk and figure out what this going to be labeled later on but I'm going to throw some scenarios and some questions and shit I've been through this week on Trissy Lynn to see what she thinks about this Okay. So um, I have no idea what's about to happen on our last episode um, we ended it um, differently uh, talking about my, I'm trying to stop saying us uh, so much talking about fuck face right okay and I guess it's all about stability and getting with people who actually have kids, previous have kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Fuckface uh, spent time with the kids for the first time in six years for the night. I mean, they came to spend the night at his house. During their visit, um, my eight-year-old informed me out the blue one day, coming back from the pumpkin patch, that daddy set them down and wanted to know how they felt about him having more kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was like, what you say now? <laughs> what you say now? What you say now? And he said it. I was like, he said, you down or all y'all? He was like, he said all three of us down and asked if he had more kids. If he, what do we feel if he had more kids? And I was like, what did you say? He's like, I said, I don't know. I said, okay. It was an eight-year-old response. Especially when he ain't seen his dad or been around his dad or he took cultivate an actual bond with his dad, right? Mm-hmm. So then my 15-year-old was like, you know, he said, she said she didn't know. I was like, okay, that's two, two out of three. Then the 20 year old answered, um, she didn't know either. My point is if you are a grown man who has five kids by four different women, mm. you're not physically taking care of them any of them the way they should be taken care of. I just say, I say the, the last four kids because his oldest, again, is 20, shouldn't be taken care of. She's an independent grown female. Mm-hmm. The rest of the four kids, you have not spent quality time with them at all. Now, he hasn't spent time with my kids like he's like he did recently for the last six years. Never utilized the visitation schedule, never did none of that shit. Right? The other two kids, I don't think he has seen them since they were babies. One is, I think, I want to say his oldest son is 18 now. And then his next daughter, him and their, my daughters are the same age, so they're 17. So you ain't never really been involved since they were babies. I think the 17-year-old, he ain't been around since she was one. Because that's when our guy came back in his life and then we got married that following year and that's when uh, we start having kids and all the other stuff. So I know he ain't really been around in her life and then the oldest son, he only saw, he hadn't seen her since he was in NICU until we were married and the, the, the little boy came to our house for one day. But that was it. And he's 18 now. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is, I told my daughter when I got home, I was like, did your daddy actually tell you this? And she was like, yeah. I was like, how did that make you feel? She's like, I don't know. 
Then every time you mention her dad, she gets so emotional. And mind you, I haven't talked bad about her dad or bashed her dad or anything um, besides say the facts to her. Because now she's 15. When she, I told her at that conversation, you know, you're older now. You can process mm-hmm. a lot more information. You, you can't now than you could when you were eight or nine when everything was really fucking happening. Yeah. And um, so... Like a lot of stuff I didn't tell you that I'm telling you now about your dad. You know your dad's alcoholic. And she was like, Yeah, I know. Um, I was like, How do you know? And he was she was like, Well, he said to us this weekend that he can't drink around us. I said, Okay. But I said, you know, um, that's that's a reason, a lot of reasons why y'all haven't saw him because he just wasn't stable enough to do that. She was like, Yeah. I said, So if he asked you if how would you feel you have any more kids, and you said, I don't know that's okay with you her response is well you know you never know people change and he can be changing for the better and uh stuff like that i was like whoa whoa, whoa. let me stop you right here what we're not gonna do is justify your dad's behavior and say oh he might change i said she started getting all teary eyed i was like i'm not talking bad about your dad i'm just stating the facts it was rude of your dad to even ask you that question Inappropriate. Inappropriate. That's why I was like, rude and inappropriate. And she looked at me, she's like, but it's it's his life. I said, I get it, but it's inappropriate. I said, think about this. I was like, you haven't spent quality time with your dad in years. If he adds another kid, what do you think is going to happen to your quality time you got right now? She just looked at me. I don't know. I said, because you don't think like that because you're 15 years old and your brain's not fully developed. So you don't know the consequences of people's action. I said, so if your dad has more kids, oh, he's not going to have any more kids. He said he doesn't want to have any more kids. He might adopt. I said, oh, even worse. So you're going to adopt somebody's kid. Okay. Mind you, you know, I had a, I have a daughter right now. Our, my oldest daughter, he's not his, but he was taking care of her since she was a baby mm-hmm. and she calls him dads like that. I said, look at scenario right now. He only takes y'all on the weekends. He doesn't even really bother to talk to the, my oldest daughter anymore. And that's not biologically his. So you think another child's not biologically his? He's going to take care of? So he's not even thinking rational right now. I said, because any man to me in their heart, if you're not taking care of the kids you got right now, what the fuck would you add more to it? It's crazy. Then she was like, well, you know, he could change. I said, I said, um, girl, you're dead possibly could change. I hope the girl he's with right now is changing him for the better. And you know, whatever case it be, he can get his life together. I said, but asking y'all that question was inappropriate and rude and disrespectful to y'all because y'all deserve his time. He has to make up that time. He's not going to get that time back, but he has to make up that time with y'all to get that bond back with you guys. I said, if he adds more kids to that, y'all not going to have that. Because he couldn't spend his time with five kids. He can't spend his time with any more kids than that. And and so it's just a weird scenario to me as far as that, because at the end of the day, it's like you're doing the most for what? Because you want to, you know, maybe this girl don't have no kids. That's the only thing I can think of. She doesn't have kids. So she wants to get some kids. But my daughter says she don't think she wants kids because the girl had made comments that she don't think she's ready for kids. She might want to have an animal first. That tells you in her head. I don't know. Oh, she was like, "Well, I, my daughter was like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's her parents. You know, her parents didn't have kids. 
I, I think to myself, obviously that was said to my daughter because she can't make that up in her head. Yeah. So if your girlfriend's parents want you to have more kids, they must not know you don't take care of the ones you motherfucking got. Right. Yeah. The my thing is they don't know that they don't know his whole scenario. I guess he might be feeding like she don't let me see my kids, Liza Skippy, whatever. It doesn't matter, but my thing is, let's do regular stuff. Right. Let's pay attention to the things that are going on. Why is the first visit that the kids have with you, you talk about adding more kids to the family? What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? They are just trying to get back into your bonding space. And you're going to talk about spending less time with them because you're going to have, okay, because what's going to happen, I told my daughter, what's going to happen is if they do have more kids, guess what's going to happen every other week when you're supposed to pick y'all up? It's not going to happen. Because someone's got to be with the baby and your dad can't drive to get y'all by himself because he has no license. So it's not going to happen. And I, I was like, you don't understand this, but that's what it's going to be. And she's like, but you never know he could change. I said, this is what this is what it is. Well, I was saying from minutes ago, we're not going to make excuses for your dad's behavior. And I said, I am not going to, in my own conscience of my heart of hearts, going to allow you to think that your dad's actions is suitable. I said, no man should ever make you feel that you have to split your time with anybody else. If he is not fulfilling you in the way you need to be fulfilled, let that go. But when it comes to your dad, you give him concessions because that's your dad. Yeah, but I, I don't want you to think it's okay to be in a relationship with anybody who treats you that way. Man, woman, child, whatever the case may be. No. If someone's not spending their quality time with you right now and they have you, them adding more people to it doesn't is not gonna make it better. Yeah. It's gonna make it worse for you. I was like, and on top of that, I can't be your mother and let you continue to make excuses for your dad's behavior and saying, oh, he's he could change. He could do it. I said, you know what? Your dad could change. But I'm gonna tell you right now, what doesn't change is his patterns. He may get better about hiding his patterns. He may get better about his patterns having a longer space between episodes. It may happen. But I know you're dead since 1987, and I know what he's capable of. I've been through every single thing possible with that man. Yeah. I said, when you're 20, you have hope to change for a different person. When you're 40, you about done. You are, you are who you motherfucking are. And I told her, I was like, at that point, nothing really changes about somebody unless normally they're dying. And then yeah. when they're dying, they have this newfound life to do epiphany. Better, they got to do better. They got to, you know, get the best out of life. They got to make amends. They got to do all the other stuff. I said, on top of that, I said, if your dad was doing what he's supposed to do, that means he's probably in some type of program like AA or something like that. And that means he should be making amends with people. At no point in time did, have I noticed your dad making amends with nobody. Because he damn sure ain't making amends with me for treating me like shit for the last 13 years, even before that. Mm -hmm. So there's yeah. no way that he's getting the proper help he needs. And on top of that, he's with whoever he's with and they don't even fully know him. So I told her before, because she was saying comments like, oh, she's so positive and she's so upbeat and she's so nice. I said, that's great. I'm sure she is. She ain't got kids. <laughs> Man, it's true. She ain't got I, kids. I, I think here's the thing. Unfortunately, I, okay, so I don't have kids. So I'm looking at it from this aspect of it. This like, the girl, I don't think 100% knows everything that's going on because clearly, how do you date somebody who have kids and you've been with them two years 
and the first time you saw them was two weeks ago. Right. And that's weird. I, I got lots of questions for her. But then the other aspect of it, even if my thing is, even if he over there feeding, she don't let me see my kids. Well, wh- well how come you ain't been to court? How come this? How come I have? See, my press, my problem is I ask a lot of questions. That's what M80 said, too. M80 said, why come she's not asking that question? Why come she's right. not saying let's go to court so you because, can fight for her? Yeah, so at the end of the day is, like, my boyfriend has beautiful sons that are amazing and when I get to spend time with them it's it's just a very important time for me but the thing about it is you should have more questions if you don't see kids and they got them you should have lots of questions Mm -hmm. but okay so I have a problem with that as far as I think it's time for you to be real with her I think it's the conversation you have while very straightforward uh, is probably one that you have to talk to her um, and you gotta talk to your kid the way that you feel is best mm-hmm. and so I, I don't begrudge you for that at all um, she just being around teenagers every day teaching them she still don't get it because the problem that they they have the worst time communicating their whole thought process and she said that because I have a kid who's a senior and she asked me she said like my mama and my daddy ain't been together my mom had me young and my mom and dad ain't ever been together um, you know pretty much my whole life and he got a new family and um the stepmom, they got three kids together. She didn't find out about any of the kids till after the fact that they were born. Because the daddy kept telling her, well, I didn't feel, I didn't want you to feel like I was trying to replace you. So mm-hmm. his decision was not to tell people about the cheering. That's, that's, that's something wrong with that already. Girl, crazy. So my biggest thing with the whole parenting relationship excuse me I'm sorry with the parenting relationship with the whole like uh, who this person is like I can't even say she's gonna like help parent because he doesn't co-parent so and I don't think a person can help them because I don't think if he was a great father and had a great maintain a great relationship with them and he goes, okay, this is the chick I've been with her for a while. I want to introduce the kids to him. That would be a totally different scenario, I think. Mm-hmm. And maybe you might be open to, oh, you know, he he's introducing me the right way, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't have a problem with talking to the girl sitting down. I'm not saying you still want her to come pick them up. No, his whole thing is, his mentality is, I'm happy. I want to show everybody that I'm happy. I want to throw everything in everybody's face. That's what he's doing right now. He's throwing it all in there. He's throwing it all in the kid's face. Look at daddy. Daddy's happy now. Daddy's with somebody he loves. Daddy's looking. Daddy's a changed person. I'm so good now. Blah, blah, blah. But he's not realizing your kids don't give a shit about that. All they care about, about, your about yeah, they don't care about your happiness because you didn't care about their happiness and their well-being for forever now. So they're put on a straight face as much as they can. But the thing about it is, as a grown man, if you ask that question, how would you to your kids, how would you feel about adding more kids? And all three of them say it, they don't know. I would think in your mind, hmm, maybe my kids don't really want to tell me how they really feel. They're trying to save 
face right now by just saying, I don't know. Because when kids get in trouble and when kids feel like they can't voice their opinion or voice their concerns, they always go to, I don't know. Why did you do that? I don't, I don't know. know. Why you feel that? I don't know. You so, want me to have a kid? I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> if they wanted it, they are like, that's awesome. That's cool. Want a new baby. They're not going to do that because they know in their heads, you haven't been a great dad to us. So why would we sit there and say, oh, yay, let me see him be a great dad or whatever kind of dad to somebody else? No. And then I feel like the whole adoption thing really is a slap in the face to them because you have five that you helped to create that you don't do nothing for. Right. So you're going to go find a kid that somebody else not doing right by them, but you're going to pick them up and maybe be a good father to them. What that tells me is you're going to be a shitty dad to that one too. Mm-hmm. But I think too, I don't even know why it's the adoption thing because it can't, she's younger than us. I don't know. She's in her her mid-30s, maybe. She's younger than us. So it can't be that she just... The whole adoption thing can't be that she that she just, you know, something else is going on. Like, she may not be able one. to have kids, and she may know. She may not be able to have kids. She may know. But the way my daughter is telling to me, it's her parents telling them they want them to have kids. So that makes me think that she can have kids, but also she may not want to have kids. Literally, physically not want to have kids. Because my daughter's reaction is, I don't think she wants to have kids because she says she wants a dog or a puppy or an animal first. Um, I don't know. I, I just I think that whole scenario is so ugly and so... And, and the, here's the part that sucks in life. There's a whole nother reality that he lives with that girl. Mm-hmm. And that's the craziest part. Like, and that's why I don't think people understand. Like, when you divorce somebody, you really divorce them. You start creating a whole new life. They create a whole new life. And like, so y'all's reality are totally different. And I think that's the craziest thing about when you were married to somebody. Y'all reality used to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. And now those realities are totally separate. And the thing about it is most people don't even care. Like when you done, you done. Right. Like you don't care what his reality is. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care what my ex-husband reality is. The only problem is you still have to deal with him because y'all got kids. Right. The reality my ex-husband have, I never have to see. Mm-hmm. If I saw him, I'd be like, huh, go the other way. I just don't want to see him. <laughs> just because I'm just, I don't, I don't have time to play that game with you. Right. And I hate that the fact that now I have to relinquish some control having the kids around me, having the kids go the end of the weekend now, which it's sort of like a dog to me. So I don't know do it myself now. But on top of that, I don't know if what he's doing is going to be consistent and hurtful. Yes. It's like I, the, the kids are being reintroduced to him you know, in a way that's healthy. But on top of that, I don't think he realizes that what you're doing is not going to be the same. Because again, when we were married, we had our stepdaughter, my Mm -hmm. stepdaughter. So we helped raise her. Okay. So he may think that's what co-parenting looks like. But the thing about it is I had kids previously. I know how to take care of kids. Yeah. So when she came to live with us or when she came to visit us, I didn't treat her like anybody else. Correct. Now you're dealing with somebody for the first time in your life who doesn't have kids. Yeah. Out of all his previously relationships, they all had previous kids. Yeah. All of them. This is somebody you had previous kids. Your reality is totally different and her reality is going to be different oh, too. So different. I'm not sure because I'm trying to weigh this out because the when the first girl 
he's trying to come back and he had supervisation. I knew that wasn't going to last long. I knew she was going to get tired of driving back and forth every other weekend or drop, driving back and forth because he had to stay only for six hours every Sunday. So he had to be at the house. So she had to drop him off, go play somewhere, come back and pick him up and drive back home. Not play. Whatever case it is, she can't drive an hour back. and that's, she, she has already four-hour trip. Just yeah. to take him there. Yeah. So I don't know how long this is going to last and how his girlfriend's going to treat because it's going to be totally different when now his reality, y'all were living that single life. Y'all were doing whatever y'all had to do. Y'all were living it up. So now you got to make adjustments every other weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, you now you got you to you do a whole bunch of different stuff. So that's why I wanted to meet her first because I, I want her to understand your whole life is going to change. It's not going to be the same. At least every other weekend. Even before, it's not going to be the yeah. same because if he's going to be involved in the kid's life now, that means if they get sick, if something happens, if oh, he's yeah, a good stand-up dad, he's going to be involved because before, like my son broke his arm, he was nowhere to be found. That's insane. So it's going to be completely changed because now you got to be considerate of the kids. If the kids have games to go to yeah. if the kids have school plays school events and school whatever yeah. now you have to sit there and come up with them y'all only have one car because he can't drive you know so now your life is going to be inconvenience that's why I'm not making concessions because if you're in for the long run you're going to have to be in for the long run you got to understand that you're going to have to drive him up to my house to pick up the kids all the time he can't be driving by himself you always have to be in the car whether you feel like it or whether you don't because if you don't hop your ass in that car he can't get to pick up his kids that make him look stupid and both of y'all look stupid yeah I mean I, I think it's interesting I think um, I don't know, dude. I don't. I, I think you gonna see if what what the relationship really stands for because not you gonna see, but he gonna see what it really stands for because that's asking a lot of somebody to go from. That's a whole different existence. It's very mm-hmm. different if you meet somebody and they like, oh man, this this my lifestyle. I gotta get my kids. Blah 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 blah. And you used to that. But if somebody come in and basically y'all didn't set up a routine in y'all life, mm-hmm. and then now all of a sudden that routine is completely different, because having kids is around is completely different. Exactly. Exactly. It's completely different. And if you're not used to that type of lifestyle, yeah, she may not make it. She might not. But we're gonna see. We're definitely gonna see. Now, um, the way she is presenting herself to me, it seems like right now she wants to be involved and she wants to, you know, put up, do the the doodle dutiful girlfriend stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But she gotta but she gotta understand the person that she's living with ain't the same person to me are my kids. Yeah. So that reality y'all got over there it ain't our reality. This and that. No, that's not what we have. Yeah. So you may think, oh, you know, but he's a nice person. He's doing whatever. He's not. If he was honest with you, you would know that he treated us like shit. And even in the last two years y'all were dating, you should know he treats his kids like shit because he doesn't see them besides the oldest. And I guess that's her gateway. It's always a gateway between him and any relationship. He always dangle his oldest daughter in front of everybody to see look we have a great relationship we have she a great would never talk bad about him but girl bye. yes she would to the girls what you mean which I'm saying she wouldn't talk the oldest won't, won't talk bad damn to, his girlfriends. to his girlfriends uh yes she has oh, the she previous has. relationship when he was with um kimchi 
Yeah. They would have arguments and Kim Chi would actually call her, the oldest girl, and tell her about the arguments and say, can you come pick up your dad? He's out of control. All this other stuff is happening, blah, blah, blah. She would call him and put her in the middle of it. And she, and the oldest daughter even told her, you need to stop letting him back in the house then. You need to stop. She told, had a conversation with, she know her dad's not full, she know her dad's full of shit. But like any daughter who has a dad around, like M80 would tell me the same thing. There's always a weakness for your dad. So you always bring over, you always bend over backwards for your dad thinking he's going to change when you're that young. It's not, it's not going to hit the oldest one until she's getting well above 25 before she realizes that he really ain't about shit. Oh yeah. Cause she has been through every relationship he's been in. Everyone. She's seen everything. She knows that it ain't just the female that's making her dad the way it is. Now maybe he's changed for whoever this new girl is, but I'm sure she got her hopes not set too damn high because none of them last that long. Especially when my kids start being, well, at least the last time my kids start being immaculate or whatever. They start being introduced to that lifestyle, whatever they have. What lifestyle? Whatever they have. Whatever he's having right now. His lifestyle he currently has. Because they will change up a whole lot. You gotta now your bills gonna go up a little bit more because you gotta feed you gotta feed them. You gotta make sure they got clean clothes. You gotta make sure they stay healthy. You gotta make sure they don't hurt themselves because let my kid even break anything over there. Oh I'm burning that bitch down. Arson charge. I'll take it. You oh There will be no arson charges. Whatever. Let my kids hurt. I got you. I got you. But I'm just saying, but it, it but it's different. Just and I bring to you is that scenario too. If you're the girlfriend with a guy, mm-hmm. it's I guess it's hard when you're trying to date someone with kids and you gotta deal with baby mamas. Mm-hmm. Or you well, I'm not a baby mama. You gotta deal with baby mamas, but she gotta deal with at ex-wife mm-hmm. but she that they don't there's no way he has any communication with his other kids so all she has is these three kids that she has to deal with if you were with somebody let's say coach and coach had five kids by this time now by three different other women with and he only had his oldest with him he couldn't really see the other ones would that change your vision about coach um I think part of the reason that um I really uh not part of the reason but like the fact that he's a great dad and he's a present dad and he's a full time dad I think that's the only way I think I would be comfortable dating somebody with kids Mm -hmm. um is, is if they were a present father just because that's just weird bro like how do you have a whole human being on this planet that you have to create it doesn't matter under what circumstances you have to create them you have to create them and then they just out there right and you barely see them or if you do see them it's on like some random every now and again like I, I would not I personally would not date somebody like that but but that was what makes me think when it comes to fuck face in his new relationship she doesn't she has no way she can be in her 30s and not understand this yeah you're dating someone who doesn't see the kids they can only say I don't get to see them for so long even right now, there's no way that he is sane. Even talking on the phone to him, I know he's not all there. Because yeah, we can literally have conversations like we did before, and he'll completely forget our conversations. You know what? I think that maybe she may not be all there. I don't I don't think she is. Which is more scarier. It's, it is. I mean, and then you're like, oh, my child. But right. I think to myself, you even that time that kids went to spend night over the house, over to his house, you on the floor at this point. You are sleeping on the floor because his kids are there. How do you 
not know as a woman that keeping the place to sleep, not even a blow up mattress. Me too. Like, how do you not know that? How are you taking the floor in your own house? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird to me, but then again, maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe they're more subservient. Uh, okay. I'm just, I'm just yeah, saying. No, no, I, you're right, but that's still crazy. That's what probably making it work because she's more subservient to all the needs because of that culture. Yeah, you can't date Americans no more. They don't deal with that shit. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. But it's the truth. It's like, but, but I you may not be wrong though. But I had to have this conversation with my daughter about this, and you know, it led to different conversations about altogether. Because I had to let her know that the way her dad treats treated me or the way he present treats her don't be a second option for nobody yeah I agree you know always it is be a first month, month. yeah it's, a, it's always be first I don't care if you think your daddy has changed and do whatever the case may be you don't deserve that you don't deserve somebody coming in your life who hasn't been in your life to come back and say oh I miss you I love you let me add some more responsibilities so I don't have to take care of you come on now then on top of that I think to myself ain't nobody let you adopt no goddamn body you own too much in the rears like what judge is gonna grant you a whole other child that you can't take care of your previous ones ain't that a thing it's gotta be a thing they gotta look at you and say do you owe any child support if you owe child support, yeah. why the fuck would they give you another child? First of all, there's a lot of stuff that goes into adopting. Like, when I say a lot, a lot, I've looked into the process. It is very tremendously involved. There's so many things you have to do. You have Mental have checks, finance. all that stuff. You have financial statements, or if you want certain type of medication, you can't get on kids. He's, he's not a giving full-fledged you. alcoholic with freaking felony charges. Really? Yeah, so all of this, I'm gonna adopt. That sound good. This I mean, it just, it's just, to me, it sounds like it's him just saying shit. But to myself, I'm telling him that my kids didn't deserve to hear that shit. Not they first time spending time with you in six You know what that made me think? And I don't know if I'm wrong, but he probably got that girl pregnant already. Saying stuff like that, he might already have a pregnant, and that's his way of opening it up and doing this. And uh, it's, He's so cuckoo. He could be cuckoo, but as soon as my kids, my kids gonna now that the kids are around or they're gonna see that. They're gonna see that. So, oh, she's probably pregnant or whatever case may be. But even if that case may, if that even happens and he's involved in his kids' life, guess what? They got a two bedroom townhouse. If you have a baby, you can't have your other two kids in there and not have nowhere for them to lay their heads. Yeah. That you're not even fully thinking about this shit. There's no freaking way. Even if it is every other weekend, you can't do that. But, you know, anyway, that brings to the next conversation is having talk with my daughter about certain things and just really um, opening her up to different topics and scenarios. And I told her, I said, as a teacher, I got my kids, my girls come to me and talk to me about everything. And I can sit there and I can explain their life, explain life to them and do certain stuff to an extent. So there's no way I'm talking to these girls in my school getting their life together and I got a child here who's not talking to me about her shit mm-hmm. and she was and my daughter was like you know I just have a problem sometimes I can't verbalize stuff she's like I just learned at a young age that I just don't want to put stuff out there I don't want to talk to nobody I was like so so when, when, when did this happen and she was like when I was like eight or nine years old at that point I just started keeping stuff to myself because I didn't want to bother nobody I said you were eight or nine I had to think I said that's when me and dad started that's when we separated. 
So I get it. You didn't want to do that at the time because you probably saw me being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I was overwhelmed with all shit that was happening. So you didn't want to sit there and express yourself to me because you didn't want to add more to my plate that you were sad or you were upset or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But I said, now you don't see me that way. I am fully happy. I am fully capable of doing whatever I do in life. Let me help you. I said, if you are struggling in school, if you're struggling with anything, you need to let me know. And this is the thing about having kids and especially you know, teenagers in today's society. I told her, I was like, you can't be in this world and think you it's okay to suffer by yourself. Mm. I said, you have to have a discussion with me. You have to talk to me. I said, from the moment you were born, my whole job in life is to make sure your life is good. Yeah. Make sure you're not struggling. Make sure you're not suffering. Make sure you get the best out of life. That's my job. I said, right now, I can't do my job if you're not talking to me. Yeah, I can't true. fix anything if you don't tell me it needs to be fixed. And I said, you know your mama. I'm going to try everything I possibly can to fix whatever I possibly can. Just so you don't suffer. So it brought up more shit for her. And I was like, but you can't keep living off. You didn't talk to nobody when you were eight and nine years old. You're 15. You know better. You know you can talk to me. I was like, I don't yell. I don't scream. I don't do nothing. I don't do nothing of punishment towards you. Unless you are not doing what I say, which is your chores, are you talking back? And she was like, yeah, you're right. I said, so there's no way you should be scared to talk to me about anything. Yeah. I was like, right now, I think you got something in your brain to say I can't talk to my mom because of what other people have said, told you, which is mostly her dad, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, planting seeds in you. But I said, the reality, if you, if you open your eyes and see, mama's not bad. Mama let me get away with a whole bunch of shit that normally I wouldn't get away with. And I was mm-hmm. like, if you didn't want to believe me, I said, ask your friends who say they have a great relationship with their parents and ask them why they have a great relationship with their parents. I said, as they're explaining to you why they do, I bet you the phrase, I can tell them anything will pop up. Yeah. I was like, because there's no way that person can have an open, honest, clear relationship with their parents and be satisfied with it without open communication. You have to have open communication with me because if something's wrong, I won't know when I can't fix it. I can't kill nobody unless I know who to kill and why. So (laughs) she started laughing when I said that, but I was like, but it's the truth. And I have to have these hard conversations with my daughter right now because of this. Like before she was in my cocoon, my kids were in my cocoon. They were in my little web. I protected them. But now I have to have these conversations with them because now they're getting exposed to different things in life. That's hard. Yeah. It, it, I think anything, especially again, not a parent, but anybody who has to relinquish any type of control, it's got to be hard. But when kids are going through the aspect of adolescence and that puberty and just like some teenagers, that shit is a rough time even if everything in your life is good even if your parents stable you Mm -hmm. got money people still struggle so anytime something else comes into that it's a hard situation that um brings up the point of having conversations with um my kids now and i guess this whole episode can be about parenting or co-parenting because it's um it's difficult to be in the place where i'm at where i don't really trust their father all the way completely Mm -hmm. but i don't want to take anything away from my kids and I think that's where their dad doesn't understand that it's not I don't have any like anger towards him before you know before I said I'm just disappointed in him it's not anger disappointment and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really pissed if 
this, what he's doing is not consistent. Like if he gets their hopes up, he's going to be around and all of a sudden it's not going to be. But I also want to open up the whole relationship between our communication between me and my daughter, because I want her to feel if she doesn't, if she doesn't feel okay with it, you know, you can always say, cause she's 15. She can always say she don't want to go nowhere with her dad. It's her choice. She's not, she doesn't have to at that age. Correct. My son has to, but I don't want him to be over there by himself because I just don't trust that scenario altogether because my daughter's there she can call me and say something's up you know daddy's making us get in the car he's drinking and blah 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 she can call me my son won't be able to do that uh even though he does have his own phone but i had to feel i had to have open communication with my daughter now because i have to know you're not going to be with me for a long period of time like she's not the type of person either to go out with her friends every weekend and hang out like we used to do at that age like we were always just house at that age and doing stuff yeah they don't do that nowadays <laughs> They just FaceTime. They FaceTime each other and talk on the phone up all hours. And I don't. I just don't get it. Like we used to hang out at places and go places, right? So and then that also takes the fact that she also has a social life. Like she also has friends and birthday parties. Luckily, so far, because her friend she was gone last weekend because her best friend had a sweet sixteen birthday party. So, but I don't want her to have to face. Oh, do I go see Danny go to this party? You live your life. That's what I always want to tell you. You live your life and do what you want to do come to me there's every problem and I, we can straighten it out but I also want to open up the communication because I don't know their dad and trust their dad to the point where he will start planting seeds in their minds that makes it not okay for me because I don't because he's capable of anything at this point yeah but like I told my daughter I can't fix anything I can't do anything unless you tell me and there's no secrets that we have any. I don't have secrets from you because I tell you I said there's I told her too I was like you can be mad at me if I tell you the truth about your dad but the problem is is, I mean, but the point is, I tell the truth. I have never not once lied about anything you did with your dad. If you ask me a question, I tell you the flat out truthful answer. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that, we got a friend in 80 who feels, she was like, well, you waited too long to tell her the truth about her dad. No, I didn't. Why would I strip that reality from her to tell her all the bad things about her dad at a young age? She couldn't process it at this point in time. Right. Even 15 much. right now, she's not really going to be able to process it. She's going to have to divide her her feelings of should I trust my dad? I shouldn't trust my dad. I know he has issues. I know he has a problem, but maybe he's changing. It's like, she said it all already internally um she has an internal conflict with herself about how she feels such her dad but then we have people like M. Eddie who you tell your kids too much information you steal their childhood yeah you know they shouldn't be involved in a lot of stuff even when I told M. Eddie about the situation about the girlfriend and what she texts me she was like you need to text her back and say so and so I said no I don't I didn't say nothing to her she has nothing to do with anything she's like well I would I would tell her well you know I'm sorry that you've been misinformed what you can do but that's between me why would I tell her anything she has nothing to do with my relationship with my ex and our kids I'm going to take everything to my ex for what you know why would I come to her in some type of way Guess what you, you would don't do? Know her. It ain't, it ain't why? I don't, he can move on with his life. He can do whatever he wants to do. And, I'm, and some people are not comfortable with that. You're not that person who cares if he moves on with his life. Because I want the best. Now all of a sudden, I want you to be the best person you can be. Because I always saw potential, but that's all I saw. He didn't. Whatever the case may be. But you got people who 
take this co-parenting parenting to the to the extreme where you start projecting your feelings towards that other parent on your child and i took a parenting class because in um the county that I presently reside in in order to get divorced, one of y'all had to take a parenting class. Oh, wow. Yeah, you have to take a parenting class in order to get divorced. And of course, he didn't do it, but I did it. And they taught me in that class, even though at that point in time, I didn't like him. I really didn't like him. I hated him all kind of ways. But I learned to let it go through that class because the instructor told us, you got to always remember that is your ex but that's your child's father or mother. That's huge. Y'all are going to look at them, them totally different. Don't ruin their perception of their parent because you have hate in your heart. Because they were a bad partner. Yeah, because they were a bad partner. Mm-hmm. Don't take away from your child view of their dad. And I think to myself, dang, that's true. But I also grew up in a single mom. And my mom was a single mom. You know, as far as I can remember, she was always a single mom. Mm-hmm. But what she did in in me, she never talked bad about my dad. Never once. That's and true. so I'm I'm not the type of person who talks bad about the other person because I didn't grow up that way. I was never told your dad is done for shit, whatever. To this day, a shitty ass dad. Right. Like, to this day, he, he never. She never did that. So we have a good relationship, which is so crazy because a friend of ours. Who I just mentioned earlier, she was like when I told her something, she was like, yeah, you know, because. You never know about where the kids are going to be because, you know, we both have shitty relationships with our father. I said, I don't have a shitty relationship with my father. She was like, what? I was like, I don't know why you think that, but I don't have a shitty relationship with my father. I talked to my dad. Now, was he always around when I was younger? No, but he wasn't a shitty father. My mom never said he was a shitty father. He never did shit to me. To this day, personally, my dad has never did anything to me. Now, at one point in my life, when I was older and married during our marriage, he did, because he has de- he's dealing with his own issues, he did you know, slip up and not take some medication, and he flipped out. Okay, that's fair. He flipped out because he was not... You know, because he's also, take that back, he has PTSD because, you know, he's military. He was there for, you know, um, what you call that thing? Whatever they call it. He was there during the last, the war, the uh, Iraq. Iraq war. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was there. He re-enlisted right before September 11th. Wow. That's I want to say two days before September 11th. Wow. He re-enlisted. And I remember calling him when the towers fell and I asked him, are you sure you really want to do this? And he was like, yep. And he's like, I want to do it even more because I see people, I see 18 year olds sign up to be in the military. And it's, yeah. You know, and he already did his 20s, but he can re-enlist and he did. So he went back for September 11th stuff and he did all that. But he, but that one, whatever happened over there, he did not come back the same. So, yeah, I think that's what happened to a lot of people. Yeah, he did not come back and say he was not. So he literally wasn't taking medication and he flipped out. I was like, well, even then, he didn't cause harm to me. You know, he caused, he, he inflicted, not inflicted, but I guess he probably inflicted harm on my brother, but they made amends. I wasn't going to make amends with him because it wasn't for me. It wasn't until my older, well, my older brother, my only brother, my brother right. told me, I forgive him. Your Dad's friend. cool. You know how dad is. He's never did us. He never did anything wrong to us. And that's true. My dad has never did anything wrong with us. So for her to say that, I was thinking, no, you have a shitty dad. 
I don't. <laughs> it's just in my mind, my dad wasn't together, but he wasn't a shitty father. When we went to where we're, where we're from, I always spent time with his family and him. Like, it was always that way. It was never an issue. It was never an but issue. But I think a lot of times people want to make they shitty shit, yo shit is right. Yo shit, my shit ain't the same shit. I had to tell my <laughs> friend that the other day, like, um, I have uh, Shakespeare. Uh, you know, he was married to somebody. She was a female. She was a cheater. She was raggedy, all of that stuff. And, like, we was talking about cohabitating and stuff like that. And he was like, well, what would you do? I said, Ah, my shit ain't your shit. So don't ask me what I should, what you should do based on what I would do. My shit ain't your shit. Our our marriages were different. Our relationships are different. Everything about our shit is different. So my shit ain't your shit. Mm-hmm. So stop trying to get advice from people, and they shit ain't your shit. Right. And it's it's, it's crazy. Even when talking to her, like she even made references to um, her. Um, baby daddy and like well he has another child now and you know he barely took care of the children he got I'm thinking to myself mm, well you know circumstances be to me truthfully you made it that way uh, and even up until you found out that he has another girl pregnant you still make concessions for him so you can't get mad just because he's not doing what you want him to do and he's moving on in his life you know that is not okay with me like I've never understood co-parent our other parents our other partners who do that to their partners don't get mad because they're moving on because to me I'm happy where I'm at right now and I think I would never get to this point but I'm happy with where I'm at because I know he wasn't a good partner to you to me he wasn't a good partner to me and that's so and pattern wise he ain't been a good partner to no goddamn body this would be the first time he ever been a good partner to some damn body so it's he is who he is and yeah and it really and I hate to cut you off but I feel like just conversations we have had together I really don't feel like you would grudge him doing better in relationships you just want him to be a good father to his kids Mm -hmm. and that's the one thing people don't get like I don't fuck with my ex-husband but I don't wish him bad either you ain't gotta wish somebody bad in life like I feel like when you can really move on in life is when you go hey man I hope you got it together Mm -hmm. go and do your thing just be if then you got kids you need to be a good parent right like at that point that's the most important thing about I don't give a fuck who you having sex with, who you love, this or that. But some people are not like that. Some people like, you ain't happy with me. I don't want you to be happy. Right. And I think one of our friends is like that, which is amazing to me why you like that when you're in a whole, you in a whole relationship. You're in a whole relationship and you're happy. Some why people do you care? want other people to want them even if they don't want them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's selfish too. I never understood that concept it was funny like it was talking about even my oldest let me tell you because I've had a week from crazy cuckoo hell yeah. so my ex husband come back in the picture talking his dumb shit then all of a sudden boom my daughter gets a phone call on her phone um, my oldest daughter who wasn't my husband's but he took care of her um, me and her father it just we weren't together ever. we were together but not after I got pregnant all of this stuff I was a single mom as soon as I figured out I was pregnant by her I mean pregnant by her pregnant with her I knew I was going to be a single mom and I chucked that shit up and went to my single mom role that's the woman I am didn't hate on him didn't cause anything do whatever popped it up it's like 
you know, I'm, I'm carrying our child, whatever. He said he's going to do what he's going to do to make sure everything's okay. He said, put him on child support, which I did, you know, did all stuff. And he, you know, he didn't pay it, but you know, whatever the case it be, he was on it and he knew it and he volunteered, not volunteered, he but told he, you to. he went to court. It wasn't nothing that I put on him and he didn't show up at court. He went to court and told the judge, this is my child. You know, he never even requested DNA test because, well, anyway, if he did, I'd be like, ha ha, whatever. So, like, he said, I know this is my child. I'm going to take full responsibility of her. But he went down the path of his life and did whatever he needed to do. But then I got married and he literally just, he was around, but he wasn't around like that. Not in my child's life. It was my husband at that point took over. Um, but her dad ended up calling because he'd been through some stuff and he is currently on a free vacation with the state. And <laughs> so I was sitting there minding my business and my daughter's phone ring. Mind you, he had another child and um, his parents or his dad passed away. And I didn't know about it until I went online and I was just start searching I actually was searching for her dad to figure out, you know, I think we talked about it before to figure out where he was, but I popped up and I found um, his son's mom and we connected on Facebook and we follow each other. We like to the post. We talk to each other now and then, but the kids are more talk to each other. So oh, I love that. Yeah. The kids talk to each other um, because, you know, my oldest is 17. He's 16. And um, he told my daughter a couple weeks ago or dad's called me. He's going to call you, but it never happened. So then out of the blue this week, he ends up calling her and talking to her and it was funny listening to her talk I was like are you talking to yourself because again she's not really talking on her phone she's a texter because <laughs> that's how most kids are oh, so I'm thinking she's talking to herself she's like no mom mom, my dad won't talk to you I was like what I got on the phone I was talking to him we were shooting the shit like you know like old times because again we don't have any ill will towards each other yes. he, he always even that time he told me he was like you know what I'm blessed to always have a person like you to take care of my child because I know my child would never be in harm's way and no matter what I do I didn't harm you I ain't harm her so I know our relationship will always be okay yeah. even though I've been through and suffered the consequences of my mistakes but I know you always took care of our daughter and you will do what you want to do he was like I really wish even back in the day even knowing who you are I saw who you were back then I wasn't ready for you then he was like but I really wish I would have stuck beside you because I think my life would have been totally different wait partner you know what it would have been because <laughs> I wouldn't deal with that dumb shit that you're doing right now what did you did but anyway his free vacation is going to be up during the summer so he was like well you know um, I just want to be around and I want to make sure that I'm in my baby girl's called baby girl my baby girl's life I want to make sure she's she's good you know and when I get up um, and get my my life situated I'm going to make sure I come in I'm going to get uh, my son we're going to come visit y'all blah 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 so that's going to be cool he's like I don't even know at this point I might not even stay in the state I am I might come back to Georgia and do what I do I was like oh even better don't think you're going to come in my life like that but you know at that time because that 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 ship is fucking yeah, that's safe. Safe. that's the I mean I mean she do that that shit, we done. That shit sailed, docked that different port, put the anchor down. It ain't coming back to that island ever again. <laughs> we good. But my daughter, I mean, I told my friend about it, uh, Emily, and she was like, oh my God, are you going to allow her to talk to her dad? You know, because he did some bad crimes. This I her said, dad? 
dad. I said, there's nothing I can do about that. That's her dad. Her dad made mistakes and he did do whatever he did and got in trouble. He suffered for it and he, he got the consequences for it. I said, but I ain't going to keep punishing him because of his, his behavior. Again, I'm not going to punish my child for that either because that's a relationship that he literally has not been around since she was like six months old. Maybe one. Because before I had my other daughter. No. Well, and I think it's a situation of this. Listen, as long as you know your daughter is going to be safe, listen, everybody ain't got a perfect parent. Mm-hmm. But if they, even if they have gone to prison or they've done their time, if you've paid your debt to society, right? Hey, shit. I ain't going to keep punishing you for that. Hell no. And as long as I know my kids safe, I, why the hell I'm going to keep you away from your child? But I told my friend, I was like, she's, but the thing about this, she, she's 17. Yeah, I was about to say, and she's about to be grown. Right. I have no say so about who she sees nope. when she's going to be 18 when that happens. Mm-hmm. She's going to be 18. I can't say shit. Graduated and everything. I can't say she's going to be out of high school doing her own thing. And then he asked me, so funny. he was like, is she going to call? I said, you want to know what our child does not? I do understand life and plan it accordingly. I was like, our child embarrassed me. What? Because you know, when you get to be high school, they ask you what your career goals would be, yeah. and blah blah blah. I said, you want to know what our child did? I said, mind you, we stay in a predominantly white area. Uh-huh. They asked our child what she wanted to be when she grew up, and our child responded, she wanted to be a rapper. I said, you know how embarrassing. That shit was to have the, one of the few black children in the school who wanted to be a goddamn rapper. Like, that's not a career goal. Oh my God, bro. I can see if she Did he think it. it was funny? Yes. He was like, well, that's my baby. I love music too. I was like, no, we're not going to know that. We're not going to do that. Will she be can no be way. a producer. She can make some beats. Rapping is not gonna happen. I was like, Mm-mm. I'm discouraging that to the fullest. I'm, I'm gonna be a dream pill on that one. And I'm totally fine with this. But then again, but that shows our relationship. And it, it also makes me think to myself, obviously, I am, I can be a good co-parent because even though he's been absent for years um, not even in and out of her life just completely absent for years because of his own doing we still can have a great conversation talk about our kids and he knows that yeah but again, that goes back to time means nothing. You can know somebody your whole life and they can fuck you over. Right. You can know somebody for as long as whatever. Me and her dad know each other. We got pregnant by her. He was there through through like her first year until I actually was there until I actually got married. Um, but then we can still come back and have a relationship and talk to each other and, and shoot the shit and laugh and joke, which we did. So I think to myself, I know I can do it. I'm not a bad person because my because fuck face will make me think I'm crazy but I know I'm not <laughs> you know that's yeah. that gaslighting he does but and still try to do it and still try to do it and so, you know did I tell you what he said when um, I when I told him that he's the only one to pick up the uh, our kids mm-hmm. he said tell me that his girlfriend never said that she was gonna be a she was gonna pick up the kids by herself I was like hmm okay but her text message just say I will be picking up the kids not we will be picking up the kids not I'm with pick, no, I'm with him picking up the kids it said I will be picking up the kids after work that's why we should meet no 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 that's not gonna happen but, now I don't wanna meet her but <laughs> you know but that's not gonna you happen you know what and here's the thing about that you don't have to and that's what that's what um, that's what one of our friends no 100% you don't have to meet her all of this I feel like um 
even in my situation wanted to impose something on you know coach no that that doesn't have to happen if a person doesn't want to meet you they don't have to meet you and that's well within their rights but the thing about it is if the person who is appearing that's around all the time trusts you with that kid that's all that matters that's all that matters and at the end of the day listen this thing wasn't set up for other people to be inside y'all relationship right but what y'all have to do is just make do with what it is I feel like this and I'll say it forever if you date somebody with kids you need to be good to their kids period point blank if you don't never meet um, their ex-wife or if they weren't married their baby mama guess what still gotta be good to their kids you do. Still got to be good to their kids. And it can't be about, and a shitty thing is, and this is going to hurt your feelings at some point, man, it's not about you. Right. It's about those kids. And, and if you are a good enough partner in a good enough relationship, the person you're in a relationship with will make sure that you're good. And they'll make sure that you're seen about. It. But I think she, and then what happened to us prior this week, if she don't know what y'all think she will know because he's a good manipulator, mm-hmm. he set you up. He really set her up because he got, he put in her mind that we were going to meet so she can pick up our kids. Yeah. Why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. You, you yourself, sir, are just coming to pick up the kids. Why would I let your girlfriend come pick up our kids? No, no, sweetie. We're going to go back to the paperwork and just do it this way. They've known her for all of two weeks. Either way. It's, it's just dumb. And I, I, just, it's, I hate that aspect of divorces with kids. Like, you got to eventually learn to co-parent. Yeah. Right. But it's hard when you have to co-parent and other person's full of shit. Yeah. But then... They also most likely convince everybody in their circle that it's all you when you know it's not. But I also had to come to terms with I don't give a fuck. I used to be concerned about people hearing my side of the story and making sure, you know, I'm who I am. I'm not who this, I'm not who he portrays me to be. Now I don't give a fuck. Y'all can keep thinking I'm a bitch. Y'all can keep thinking whatever the fuck you want to think, but I'm going to be sitting up here taking care of myself, living life like I've always lived life. You know, I don't care how you view me at this point call me whatever you want to think about whatever you want to i don't give a shit because the end of the day you see i go through me to get my kids until they're 18 years old you know what's funny about life like that was the one thing when me and uh fuck nigga like when it all went left and i moved out and all this stuff and i don't know what stories he was telling them but he started lying on the internet and doing yeah. all this and all that and i didn't find out about none of it but through my friends and i was like child let him have his best life they used to be like but i'm like girl let him have his best life if you in the goddamn fantasy land ain't nothing i can do for you i don't care <laughs> right you can call me the biggest bitch you can say i'm this you can say i'm that I don't have to have sex with you no more. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm fine, honey. I'm, I'm good. You were relieved of that. Aspect. I was relieved of that bullshit. Like, I feel like when I was with him, I was the best wife possible. I went above and beyond. Right. I did everything I felt like was right to be a great partner and do whatever and go above and beyond and shut up and, you know, let him talk to me crazy and, you know, get this and do this and do that. I did all of that stuff to make his life easier. So when it was time for me to go, I ain't do shit about his life. I think it's easier when you know you were a good partner. 
partner when you know you did all you can do in a relationship to make it better. Yeah. It's easy for you to sit there and say, okay, it's time for me to walk away and be gone and not hold any grudges. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because even with me and my marriage, I know I stood through thick and thin. I did some more shit that I probably should have never done and took up and, and endured shit that I probably should never endure. But I know I was the best partner I could possibly be at that, at that moment mm-hmm. with the person I was with. You know, and um, it's hard thinking about past relationships. And I really wish, like, I was taught when I was younger about looking for good qualities in a man mm-hmm. and looking for um, the good partner. Like, when I talk to my, how I talk to my girls right now, how I like to put beat them on the game. I want them to understand that at no point in time should you need a partner. It should always be an added bonus to go through life with a companion and a partner. Yes, it shouldn't be something you need. And I think I really am instilling that in them, which I really wish my mom would have did to me. Um, but it's not like she's like, she did me wrong as far as bringing me up. I just, I was instilled with a whole bunch of fairy tale type shit because I watched too many TVs and, yeah. you know, I, I listened to shit that wasn't real, not facing what reality is. Because if my mom's a single mom, it should be the first thing on her mind to instill in us. Don't have kids or get married to anybody that you know is not going to be there for you and your kids. If you have the, any inkling that they're not going to be there, don't start a family with them. Yeah. Because look at my situation. Yeah. I didn't think nothing about it. So I thought it was perfectly normal, you know, to be married, get divorced and just have kids. Like, But it's not. And we need to change that. I think we should change that for our society as whole. I mean, it's getting to be that way, but it's because of our parents are not, our parents didn't teach us that it's a better way to that. Yeah. I think culturally with the black community, it's, it's totally different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we discussed it earlier how some white parents tell their kids, you know, our past uh, podcast, marry for stability, marry for all this stuff, you know, to make sure you have generational wealth and, you know, you can prosper with that person. In the black community, we're not thinking about that. It's okay. If we get married, period. Right. We we take what we can get. Listen, let me tell you something. That's why the whole marriage thing ain't, ain't my, my number one priority. I'd rather have a partner that's loving and caring and faithful to me and, and all in monogamous to me. And and for somebody else that might be like, but but y'all, don't you want him to? Why we good? Then what do I need to do all that for? I mean, it's whatever I do is gonna be what I I feel like is best for us or what we feel like is best for us. There is no this needs to happen. It needs to happen. You need to make sure you with somebody that treats you with respect right. before you start talking about you gonna marry somebody. That's crazy to me. Right. That's crazy to me. You so hell been on trying to get somebody to marry you and then this dude really don't want to be married and he feel like his life over like why the fuck you want to marry somebody like that Mm. That's I feel like the only reason the only reason to marry you is to make you happy and to appease you like marriage is your gift for being a good partner right the fuck no bro my gift for being a good partner is you being a good partner Mm-hmm. that's the only gift I need I need you to reciprocate this goodness I'm giving cause I guarantee you this I, my ex may not have appreciated it now I know he did appreciate it he didn't realize he had what he had when he had it but mm-hmm. one thing is I know I'm a good ass partner I know I'm a good partner in life so if you you better take this love and go on about your business <laughs> god damn it I said take this love and go on about your business <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's so stupid. Nah, I mean, I just, 
you know, I'm at a point in my life to where I just, I just need that peace that I, I love and sustain. I was talking to Coach the other day. We were just talking about, uh, you know, we were talking about general folks cohabitating and stuff like that. And he talking about something. Yeah, you know, I say people always want to talk about a man in a man cave. Shit, I need a she shed. <laughs> Hashtag where my she shed, nigga. Cause at the end of the day, I need some alone time too. Why do they always bring the picture of women so needy? They want to touch you all the time. Ah, I need she shed too. You get a man cave, I need a she shed. Shit, and you need to have some air. He said, need to have some air. So you can have your man cave, and then my woman cave need to be to the left, and don't come in my shit. No, my shit gonna smell good. You know, I'm gonna have me some drinks in there. You know, I'm gonna have some fun shit. Don't come in my shit. shit. Stay your ass in your man cave. Nigga, I'm gonna have games and jokes and playing over there. Games and jokes. And now I'm probably just gonna have a really comfortable chair and some jokes. <laughs> I just want some fucking yes. I love the color. I just like some peace. And you know what? People are do that. that I, I don't like the perception that women need this meaning. Right. People need some peace and people need that. Girl, I don't. It's so funny because somebody asked me one day, you know, my friend Shakespeare was like, Would you ever um, cohabitate with your dude? I was like, I would absolutely would. And I think we could. You know what I'm saying? find a place if that's what we choose to do later in life whatever whatever but I'm not somebody sitting around like oh, oh, when we gonna oh, I'm good I, I, I like living by myself I'm good yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, feel I don't feel like I'm too. suffering I think our relationship is perfectly beautiful I love to see him he loves to see me we be happy you know we watch a movie and and, and smoochy smoochy and so alright and you know, I just I, I just feel like people make it seem like women want all your time. Right. This shit that's true. Cool. Boy, bye. That's the women who don't who not have confidence in themselves. Yeah, I like, think I they be scared you're gonna cheat them. Right, oh, right. But you wanna know what? The thing about it is, even when it comes to my in-game person, mm-hmm. that person, I don't have worries about them. You know what I'm saying? Like, be, live your best life. Do what you got to do. I don't have... The reason why I feel the way about that person is that I don't have those feelings. I don't have that, oh, they might cheat or they might do whatever or they might take yeah. from me, whatever. I don't have that. You know, um, well, they treat me wrong. I don't think he would ever treat me wrong in any type of way that, you know, I think he'll try his best to give me whatever I need or, you know, to do whatever to please me. To be a good partner. Uh, to be a good partner once he learns how to be a good partner to me. Um, you know, still got to deal with that. But um, that, because, you know, some people can be stubborn at this age and fuck this shit. So, but I think... Hashtag don't sell. No, I'm not selling. Um, that's why I'm, I'm single and living my best life right now currently but, and and underst- trying to understand that men just give head appointments whenever they feel like it alright you, 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 you just told me something that have fucked up so much shit right now <laughs> I, girl I ain't know yeah. <laughs> don't, don't excuse me some shit that's gonna make me be single for a very my problem is I, I'm about to get here and move on with my day I'm like yes now they dick <laughs> Don't give me no head without no dick. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, my boy tried it and be like, okay, I gotta go. No, the fuck you don't. You about to be late today. I need some penis to follow up the appetizer. I need dick with my head. 
And I guess the scenarios that you have to deal with in being co-parent. Because I never, I mean, truthfully, I didn't see this coming. Because I really thought he was an absentee person. He was going to continue to be an absentee person and just put on the front, like, whatever he's doing. Like, I fully expect him to have more kids. I fully expect him to still be a shitty-ass dad and shitty-ass partner, whatever the case may be. Just waiting for my phone call from his next girlfriend, like the last girlfriend, to say, he's going crazy, blah, blah, blah. Can you help me? Yeah, can you help me? Whatever the case may be. And to me, because I know he's not getting help he needs, I'm sure it's going to come. I don't want it to come, but I'm sure it's going to come. And I don't want my kids to be there when it does. Yeah. You know what? I Can I just say one other thing about co-parenting? I feel like if you are a partner to somebody who has children by somebody else, please encourage healthy co-parenting mm-hmm. because that in the long run, if this is your end game person and they have children together and you love him and you love those kids, you want them to have a good relationship. Those people are not going to fall off the fucking earth. You don't mm-hmm. want that because one thing is I lost a parent at a young age. I don't want any kid that I love because they're an extension of their dad I don't want them to have to go through that. So don't wish people to die. That feels very horrible. And the other thing is encourage them to be good co-parents and, you know, don't be like, oh, I hate that bitch. That's too much. You know, Mm -hmm. try to, try to, you know, be open and, you know, maybe don't say nothing. Just let them dance and, but don't, you ain't got to drag that other person. Like, that don't make it. You know what? I think that's, that's, that's a good good advice. But I, um, um, I want to say too, Mm -hmm. just being from the ex-wife scenario, Mm -hmm. co-parenting, at all times have an open communication with your partner, the person you're with who has the kids, Mm -hmm. first of all. Mm -hmm. Also, I want everyone to always believe there's two sides to every single story. 100% agree. Don't always believe what that person says. Now, you may love them. They may not lie to you. They may not do whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason why they're not with that person no more. Whether it's that the other person's fault or their fault. Something didn't happen. So if it was the other person's fault, that means that person still might have resentment for that person and may not view them in a lightly way. You know, yeah. and if it's your partner's fault, then that means the ex has views them in a bad way, and that might not be the same. That, that might not be a good scenario. So yeah. always remember, there's two sides to every story. Always be open to meet the other person. Yeah, but if don't force to meet. Yeah, if they're willing to meet mm-hmm. and have a great discussion. Now, if me and his girlfriend ever is to me, it's not going to be a venting session about he's a bad, shitty-ass fucking person. Not that. That's not how I am. You know, you will yeah. see it. Like I did his old girlfriend. I was like, if you ever need to have an issue, if you ever have a problem, you don't understand something, always, I'm an open door. I've known this fucker for almost my whole life. So if there's an issue, you might not want to come bring it to me. You might, whatever the case may be. But I'm always open to help, trying to help you out the best way I can. Now, I'm not going to interject myself into y'all's argument, but if it's something that you know is extremely bad, like he's going on a real big binger and, you know, he can't do this and can't do that and he's doing dangerous stuff, then let me know, you know? We can work together. It's like a teamwork with him. It's like babysitting. But, um, so I'm always open to that, open to her. 
But don't always go by. I'm all, I'm hoping that she's not going by all the things that he says, even though she's showing clear signs that she is. But don't always go by what that person says. There's two sides to every story. I do. Um, do everything at the end of the day was best interest for the child, and that might not be what your partner wants. But you on the outside looking in, you should have an even more clear objective and you should always have an objective uh, approach to it because you can see on the outside looking in. Your partner can just be mad at the moment and may just want to say, invent and do dumb shit. It's for you to take on that responsibility is to tell your partner sometime is to motherfucker buckle up, you know, motherfucker act right because yeah. you could be wrong. You're in the wrong right now. And I... And I would want that to happen for any partner in my life or his life. Just like I talked to my in-game person about the stuff that's happened the last week. And he has told me, I was like, am I being a bitch? I'm not being wrong. He was like, no, you're not wrong. You're entitled to feel the way you feel. And I wouldn't expect that to be any way if it was my own kid. If their mom had a boyfriend or whatever want to do, that boyfriend is not picking up my kid without their mom being there at any point. None. So you, you're doing the exact same thing you're supposed to be doing. So it just, you got to be there for your partner if they're co-parenting with somebody else and yeah. understand that everything is not going to be peas, peaches and cream. Yeah. It's it, a learning curve. It is. It's adjustment. And, and, and I truly believe that at the end of the day, like when you are with somebody and they have kids, you just got to understand that life is different for you. If you date somebody with kids, you don't, especially if you don't have any, your life is very different with them. It's going to be turned and down. Either that's what you want or you don't. And that's just what life is. But you got to understand, you don't get to just get the good, with the, get the good and not the bad. Right. If, you know, if them having a kid is, you know, hard for you sometimes, but you really love that person, then you need to stick in there. But if you don't like it, you don't like the fact that they got a kid and y'all life is turned upside down sometimes because the baby mama coming, hey, shout it, you better get over it. Because you got to make this decision. You don't get to just date people in the highest of the high. Sometimes they get low. But you got to make the decision. But I don't think... Um, I feel like so many people have kids nowadays that it's... Listen, you you going to have to deal with it one way or the other. Pick the partner that you love and, and deal with it as much as you can and, and move on. As long as... I feel like as long as your partner is very open with you, let you know what's going on, mm-hmm. then you should be good. But It should be good. Because at the end of the day, my perfect scenario would be me with somebody, him with somebody, and we're all doing this family together. Because that's the easiest you can actually do. Yeah. Who wouldn't want that? You know, if y'all both moved on, y'all in happy relationships, who wouldn't want that? Because then your kid gets to see two healthy relationships. Right. Right. And if their life is not normal, but at least it can be the most peaceful. Well, that'll be their thing. version of normal. Right. True. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening to Girls in the Hills podcast. Catch us it's each week as we talk about more creative topics and get deeper in discussion about life in general. You've listened to Girls in the Hills podcast with your hosts, Trissy Lee and Rebecca Scott. Catch us on our next episode. We'll talk about more creative topics. Like and subscribe to us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. Good night.